Hello everyone. Uh, this is another episode of Meshable Pakistan Lab, and today's podcast we are featuring the uh, team of Payfigure. We have two of their founders, Ali and Rasim. So um, this is a startup which focuses uh, on the entrance of uh, in the remittance market. We uh, we have other solutions, but they are unique in their own way. Today we will discuss how they are different and they, how they are trying to create an impact. Uh, in Pakistan's remittance market. So uh, I'll start with you, uh, Mr. Ali. If you can be- briefly describe uh, what Payfigure is and the thought behind it, how would you describe uh, Payfigure to an uh, to a Pakistani? Yeah, thank you for that, Amar. Um, so Rasim and I are Pakistanis. We've been residing abroad for over a decade now, and we've been sending money through traditional routes to Pakistan. And then we realized there's a lot of excess costs and inefficiencies involved in the process. Um, a lot of the money which normal people like you and me send to Pakistan are primarily used for household expenses such as utility bills, school fees, hospital mm-hmm. fees. And if someone like me has to send money to Pakistan, someone from my family has to physically go to a bank to collect the money, then pay the bills. So it's just a cumbersome process, especially now in COVID times, you don't want your loved ones to go out, right? So yeah. we came up with the idea that why not give a value-added remittance service to Pakistanis, wherein they can pay their hospital fees, school fees, and utility bills directly by their foreign accounts. So that you know uh, minuses out a lot of the uh, extra steps involved in the money sending process. Okay. Okay. So uh, yeah, so that's the basic thought behind it. So my next question is to the other founder, Mr. Rasim. Um, so we obviously, uh, just to extend the previous answer, we have other solutions like Western Union, MoneyGram, right? TransferWise, there are a couple of others as well. So how do you, how would you try to compete with them and differentiate uh, your ways of sending remittance and uh, just, you know, so the overseas Pakistani can make domestic payments easy. How would you do that? So essentially, uh, we have one mission, and that is to make the lives of overseas Pakistanis and their families easier. What we've allowed, is, or what our solution allows, is to make overseas Pakistanis or to empower overseas Pakistanis to pay their home country utility bills or school or hospital fees as if they were local payments directly from their international bank account. So they don't actually need to send money; they just basically pay it from their local account. Okay. You know, obviously the remittance market, the Pakistani remittance market is is big, and uh, especially in COVID times, State Bank initially projected that it was going to be 25 billion, but essentially because of the inflow of remittances or, or the large inflow of remittances, defying all expectations, it has grown to about 28 billion, or it expected to grow to about 28 billion this year. So the market itself okay. is huge, and there's, you know, we don't want to compete with the big boys. What we're doing is that we are providing a, a service which is complementary to what, you know, what the big boys are doing. Essentially, they're play, focusing on P2P payments, whereas our focus is consumer-to-business payments, and then obviously, you know, P2P payments later on. Uh, but we're different in the sense that you can make direct payments to anything, any business in Pakistan. And that gives the remitter control of the money that they send, you know, uh, and it's easier, it's instantaneous, and it's faster. So, uh, you know, that's that's essentially what we want to do. We want to make people time richer so that they spend less time sending money 
uh, and more time doing the, doing the things that uh, you know, that they do in their daily lives. Yeah, so basically what I understand is you, you guys want to make uh, remittances more convenient, right? Uh, you, you, yeah, Absolutely. so you're trying to increase the convenience, right? Absolutely. That's because, summarizes it up. Because currently, if somebody wants to send money, you know, to pay a bill, what do they do? Like Ali said, they either send the money to somebody via Western Union and that person then has to go to a bank and collect it, you know, or they can send it to their Pakistani bank account first. So they log into the remittance app. You know, usually, obviously, it's a modern day. People prefer to use apps. So they, they send the money from their app to their Pakistani bank account. Then they log into their Pakistani bank account. And then they pay if and only if the bidder is serviced. Whereas what our solution does is, what it allows is for you to remove those steps in the middle. And essentially, you just log in. You select the biller you want to pay. Uh, and you press pay. And that's it. You know, um, you'll do it instantly, and you'll do it, you'll, you'll do it uh, securely. And this really, to be honest, the value of this is, I'll give you an example. So personally, last year, I was paying for my, uh, I was in Pakistan for my parents' uh, treatment. You know, they, my father was being treatment, treated in the hospital. And I'd forgotten my UK uh, debit card. Uh, so I couldn't pay. So essentially, what I had to do was, to pay for his hospital fee, I had to first send the money from my UK bank account to my Pakistani account at night. Now, I couldn't withdraw that amount of money because it was, you know, two, three lakh rupees for, for a couple of days of treatment. So I couldn't withdraw it at night. And then I had to wait for the bank. Obviously, I had, didn't have a Pakistani bank uh, card on me or, or the limit wasn't that much. So essentially, I had to wait for the morning, then go to a bank, collect that money and then pay the hospital. And those 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 hours in which I could not go to the bank were very very inconvenient and stressful for me. So that's how the solution or the idea of Bayfikr came up with myself and Ali. We said, okay, well, why don't we allow or empower overseas Pakistanis to pay, you know, their parents' hospital bill directly, you know, from their UK account, or if they want to pay for their children's education, then they should be able to log in, enter their student number, and then just pay, uh, press pay, and that's it. Uh, Amar, you're on mute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry about that. So uh, my next question um, is for Mr. Ali. So um, let's say if an overseas Pakistani, you know, he wants to use Bayfikr. So what would be the, what would be the process? Does he has to download an app, or does he has to go to the web portal? And just how would the, how is that possible? How would he do that? Okay, very good question, Amar. So. It's a very simple process. So basically we are making our app, which is called Bayfikr, which is our trade name. Uh, you would find this app on Apple Store and Google Play, and you simply download the app, create your profile, sign up. Uh, at the sign up stage, we uh, do all our due diligence. So it's it's fairly quick. And right there, you land on the home screen. You, you can We have bifurcated billers by categories. So you can find your electricity, schools, hospitals, water, you click on the bills you want. The added advantage which we have added is you can add multiple uh, bills under a single bill. So to elaborate, uh, in uh, Lesco, for example, if you live in Lahore, you can add your parents' house, your sister's house, your brother's house, your children's house. You can have multiple 
um, you know, segments in that. And then you just click on pay and uh, that's it. It's a very simple process. And we will be giving incentives out to our users wherein if they pay a certain amount of bills or they refer people, we'll be giving them discounts going forward. So, so just to create a one-stop solution for all overseas Pakistanis really in a very simple way. Okay, so what I understand is so there's an application, right? Well, a, a mobile application, right? So uh, will okay. you guys be try, trying to reach uh, a, a web portal or a web-based app, or are you just going to focus on um, mobile apps for now? Um, right now, we feel that a lot of the uh, business is done on mobile phones. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. I haven't touched my laptop in like 15 days. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's uh, the general uh, practice right now. I think people have shifted towards mobile phone and it's it's a lot more convenient, right? I don't have to uh, start my laptop or anything. And all of my, uh, our financial information is already held in our phone. So it's it's very, you know, convenient. Okay, good enough. So, um, yeah, so the next question uh, is for Mr. Asin. Uh, obviously, sorry. Just yeah, yeah, add, you'd be surprised at how tech savvy, you know, everyone in Pakistan is. I mean, you've seen the latest report, uh, State Bank report on the rise in digital, um, you know, digital payments, not just in Pakistan. Yeah, and Russian digital accounts as well. Yeah, of course. Correct. So essentially, you know, 65% of Pakistan's population is less than 35 years uh, old. And these are the people who then actually go abroad, you know, so they are, they are very well versed with how to use technology, how to use phones, you know, from labor class to obviously, you know, to white collar workers, they all like to use their phones for, you know, for, yeah. for TikTok or Instagram, essentially. So that's mm -hmm. what we're doing, we're essentially being a mobile only solution for overseas Pakistanis. Okay, okay, that's good enough. Okay, so um, obviously this is a new thing, right? This is a new startup. So um, there must be challenges and there must be hurdles. Uh, of course, this hasn't been done before, not in such convenient way. So if you can just briefly describe what challenges you had to face and how you overcame them over your journey. I think startup journeys, to be honest, they're not, uh, they're not very easy anyway, whatever startup yeah. you have. Uh, but the journey that we've, so we launched in March last year, last year, and it's been well, just over a year that we launched. Uh, it's been tough, exciting, and frustrating all at the same time. You know, but the good thing is that it gives you a sense of satisfaction that the product that you're developing is making life easier for for the other person, not just ourselves, but obviously the other person as well. Uh, one of the biggest things that we've had faced is that when you're a startup, nobody takes you seriously. You know, because yeah. you reach out to them, you say, "Hey, listen." You know, we've reached out to a lot of Pakistani banks saying, this is our solution, we'd like to partner with you. Um, and then they're like, yes, that is fine. You know, or you, you reach out to other corporations um, and they're like, oh, okay, fine, this, this is good. You know, please, please join the queue. You know, so then you have to wait. But if you are a big boy, if you are, if you are a large corporation, then if, you know, if you're the likes of a, a Western Union or a MoneyGram, then you can just simply go up to any Pakistani bank and say, hey, I'd like to sign a partnership, and then they'll send you an agreement, you know, straight away. So that's yeah. been our main, I guess, uh, uh, main pain point, or I guess our main uh, difficulty. The other is, you know, obviously we are a startup, we don't have lots and lots of money to spend, so we have to be careful and we have to be smart and strategic about the way we spend money, you know, uh, whether it's on advertising, whether it's on product development, and focus on the things that matter most. 
uh, to us. So that's again, you know, that's that's something that we have to uh, bear in mind uh, as a, as a startup. Uh, but overall, for, for us at least, it's been a great journey so far, and we'll continue, you know, uh, building on this and obviously making our, our product easier and more accessible uh, for for our users. Um, I just would like to add a few points. Is um, because we are <clears throat> Pakistanis, we've been brought and brought up, born and brought up in Pakistan, so we really understand the mindset and the culture involved in Pakistan. So unlike uh, a multinational company which is coming into Pakistan, they might uh, not enjoy the the you know modus operandi of, you know in the Pakistani business circles. But because we understand that we we are bit you know we understand we there's a lot of patience required, there's a lot of approvals required, there's a lot of steps. But the good things uh, you know we need to appreciate the good things. I mean we. Uh, reached out to a lot of, uh, like Rasim said, banks and institutions, and uh, we we were actually quite impressed with the uh, entities like SECP and OneLink, where they have been very forthcoming and accommodating as well. So, so we need to appreciate the problems as well as the you know uh, the good response we received as well. Sorry again. Uh, yeah, it's good uh, if you're getting such support at a star startup level. So, uh, adding to, uh, to that, I want to ask Mr. Ali uh, if you're if you're focusing on mobile wallets as well, right? We, we see now EasyPesa, Jazz Cash. You know, they're very much uh, a lot of people use them, right? Uh, not in just uh, cities; they use in small towns, even in villages, especially EasyPesa, right? So. Uh, will it be possible that a person let's say is living in us or uk can he send money to easy pesa or jazz cash or other such mobile wallets um yes so right now our first phase to start is with uh, as we stated earlier is with bill payments and the utility bills and school fees etc um that comes in our second phase where we will uh, we are currently under negotiations with international regulators regulators such as dfsa and fca once we get their full licenses uh, that's definitely where we are going uh, that's the direction we want to take uh, from p2p payments as well as payments yeah. into wallets so uh, that's the, that's the next stage i think by quarter 3 this year we should be in a position to target that market as well. So again, coming back to my earlier point, to make it a one-stop solution for Pakistanis. So whenever overseas Pakistanis thinks about sending money to Pakistan to help their family or anyone else, they think about Bayfikr. Okay. Correct, Kamar. And I'd just like to add that yeah. you know we've been uh, we've been uh, we've been basically approved by the FCA, so which is the Financial Conduct Authority, the regulator in, in the UK, uh, to do both. Uh, you know, bill payments as well as P2P payments. Like Ali mentioned, we are also, you know, basically uh, in the cohort for the DFSA, which is the Dubai Financial Services Authority. Um, and our plan is, like Ali said, launch with bill payments first, because that's a big, big chunk uh, of what money is sent for. And then obviously P2P payments. So, you know, so by the early, uh, you know, by, by late summer, inshallah, this year, we'll be able to uh, make- Inshallah, yeah. To, to not just mobile wallets, whether it's Jazz Cash or, or Easy Pesa, but also across any bank account uh, in Pakistan. Yeah, probably your microfinance banks as well, right? You're probably targeting Absolutely. Well. Absolutely. 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 Okay. 
Yeah, so just adding uh, adding to that, you know, the, this whole pandemic situation, it has a lot of effect on what we do on the institutions, on everything, right? So um, if Mr. Asim, if you can tell what effect has it on the remittance market, specifically if you talk about in Pakistan. So <laughs> Pakistan has been an amazing story last year. Uh, if, if you recall when you know when the pandemic when COVID-19 started last year the world bank and all the other major organizations financial organizations projected that remittances will fall by anywhere up to you know 20 percent a year on year all across the world but pakistan pakistan bangladesh afghanistan and a few other countries have defied all expectations uh, you know like i mentioned initially state bank said okay maybe 23 billion will be sent in 2020-2021, but essentially now they're saying 28 billion has been, you know, will be sent. Okay. So it's been, it's been a remarkable uh, success story for Pakistan, or co for, for remittance, uh, you know, COVID. Um, and there are many reasons for that. Obviously, one of the main channel, one of the main reasons is that um, there's a rise in the use of formal channels and less of informal channels. So, you know, people have stopped using Hundi and Hawala because there are no flights. Yeah. You know, people can't actually physically carry money. So then they're also, then they're forced to use digital channels. Uh, and to give you an example, like MoneyGram and, and, and uh, Western Union both have reported a rise in, uh, in their profits for this year. World Remit, which is a, in a startup focusing on remittances, has seen a 150% increase in, in its payments volumes this year. Um, and the other thing which, which we basically mentioned earlier was, and what not many people are, are thinking about, is that a lot of Pakistanis, young ones who are abroad, you know, so like I said, 65% of Pakistani population is less than 35, and they like using mobile phones. Uh, so that gives them that convenience. So a lot of the the, the, the younger demographic prefers using uh, using a phone, uh, prefers using uh, sending money through a phone, and they don't like to yeah. send money through a hundi or hawala. So yeah, it, yeah, of course, it has, been, it has been great for Pakistan. Oh, the remittance yeah. market. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's that, so, that's why we like to uh, that's why we like to call um, Pakistanis and. Uh, that they have been more resilient in supporting their families in these tough times. So we like to refer to them as our economic superheroes uh, right now. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah. So yeah, just extending that, talking again about the remittance market. Uh, recently, we have seen the uh, introduction of Russian digital accounts, right? So you know, every 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 major bank has endorsed that. So I want to um, know, Mr. Ali, how uh, has it, you know, impacted the remittance market world, and uh, has it? Have you seen an increase in remittances because of that? Um, yes. So, Roshan Digital is a great initiative by the state uh, State Bank of Pakistan, and all the banks are involved. It's a fantastic product if you're an overseas Pakistani. Um, so, a lot of people I know in the UAE because I'm based here have opened Roshan Digital accounts. It has definitely. Uh, just because of the fact that people can deposit money and then withdraw as well abroad, that is a huge advantage. Um, yes, I think we believe that it has increased and it will continue to increase uh, remittances to Pakistan. But we don't see them as a competitor uh, at all because uh, in our we are only doing bill payments as well as our sign up process is very simple. 
Um, we don't yeah. require a lot of documentation, which banks do due to the regulatory and compliance reasons. We don't. Um, so yeah, so we see them as a very good product, but not our competition. I think we are uh, a lot of the people who have been uh, in in from what I have seen signing up to uh, Russian digital accounts are uh, the. Uh, people who are investment savvy, if I can call them that, they, who know how to invest in the stock exchange and they know mm, about yeah. securities and T-bills and all those jargon, investment jargon. So a regular Pakistani engineer or works in the shop or a random company uh, is, is knows how to use a phone, wants to help their family, but not really, uh, you know, the, the, the diaspora we're targeting is not the Russian digital diaspora per se although they can obviously join if they want. Um, but yeah, so so we're targeting a slightly different as for. Correct. And, and okay. um, now just to add to that, if you look at the if you look at the, the statistics behind, you know, Russian digital account, uh, slightly more than 600 million has been deposited into Russian digital account, which is fantastic, you know, but mo up to 80% of this has been in, in interest-bearing certificates like Naya Pakistan certificates or Islamic banking certificates. So Russian digital account ha is, is more of an investment uh, product, whereas uh, Bayfikr, like ourselves, we are more of a payment solution. Uh, that's why we don't, we don't think of ourselves as, as competitors to Russian digital account. In fact, we welcome it. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah, that sounds good. So yeah, one thing I want to add is that um, Bayfikr obviously is incubated in National Incubation Center, right? So uh, National Incubation Center, to, to those who don't know, um, is, is a fantastic institute that focuses how to mentor startups, you know, grow them from scratch and provide them with all the opportunities they can to, you know, be successful in their journeys. So yeah, just uh, a closing question to both of you. Uh, you can answer first, Mr. Ali. Uh, what do you see at, at the future of, how do you see the future of remittance market in Pakistan? Do you see as a major player in the economic boost of Pakistan? And how do you see, uh, will Bayfikr be a major part of it? So if you can briefly uh, elaborate on that. Absolutely. So uh, remittances have always played an integral role in our economy and they will continue to do so. I think uh, Pakistanis are very talented and the, all across the wor world, the talented Pakistanis are being appreciated and they have been invited for jobs and uh, higher courses. So I think uh, with the income uh, segment going to, I, I believe that the income segment Pakistanis are currently associated with, which is mostly blue collar workers. I think this is gonna shift towards entrepreneurship and white collar workers, which is going to again, increase the remittances uh, uh, in the future to Pakistan. Uh, and yes, I think remittances will continue to play a major role in the Pakistan economy. Our government and our uh, economy relies heavily on the money overseas Pakistan is sent to Pakistan. And I believe uh, Bayfikr can be uh, a great resource in, in channeling these uh, remittances to Pakistan in the future. And we aim to stay for the long term. We aim to uh, serve our Pakistani brethren. And uh, yeah, so I think uh, that's a fair question. And I think remittance are here to stay. Okay. Anything you want to add, uh, Mr. Rasan? Yes. I mean, you know, like Ali said, uh, almost 8% uh, of Pakistan's GDP is from remittances. 
And according to the calculations that we've done, about 78 million Pakistanis rely on, uh, on, uh, on remittances from their family members abroad. Uh, it's, it's, and, and, and obviously we see a shift in, 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 the, in the, I guess, in the, in the demographics uh, or, or I guess the income stream of, uh, of remitters who will go abroad from Pakistan or, or who are already there. Uh, we'll see more white-collar workers and more entrepreneurs and people who send larger amounts of money uh, into Pakistan and you know, bring value-added services. Bayfikr essentially is for everybody, you know, uh, we're, we're class or sector or, or income agnostic, uh, but we believe our product, you know, caters to everyone. Uh, we are here to stay and obviously we want to, our target is pretty simple. You know, we are, we are starting from the UK and UAE, uh, but we have plans to go into every major country where there is a sizable Pakistani population. So the likes of Saudi Arabia, the likes of Canada, Australia, uh, USA, you know, some parts of uh, the European Union, uh, because we feel we want to make the lives of overseas Pakistanis easier. Uh, and with our product, we think uh, it will be done so. So, yeah. And, and just to add uh, that we are Pakistanis, our product is Pakistani. Uh, we are not some multinational company, you know, and so we believe in serving our Pakistani brethren and we don't charge exceptional margins or pricing. Uh, our pricing is very modest, uh, very competitive. Uh, so yeah, so Bayfikr will definitely be there in the long term. Yeah, that's that's very good. So, so guys, we get the gist of what Bayfikr is and how they how they're trying to impact the remittance markets market in Pakistan. So basically, this is for overseas Pakistanis, and um, it is just to increase in conven uh, their convenience, right? So they will play a huge part, and hopefully, they will become an integral part of the remittance market in the future, inshallah. So I thank you both, Mr. Ali and Mr. Rasim, for sharing your time with us. And uh, best of luck. Thank you, Mr. Ahmad. Thank you for your time. Have a good day. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Bye, guys.